You're listening to the College Age Movement Podcast. Hey everyone, hope that you are doing well. This week on the podcast, me and my good friend Jake Goldberg sat down and we talked about worship. Jake is one of my best friends, but he is also our worship leader at College Age Movement, and his insights into worship and into following Jesus is something that I always always relish. And we just got to sit down. This is something that we've done a lot in our personal lives, uh, just talking about Jesus, talking about worship, talking about how it applies, all of these different things. We thought it was about time that we uh, recorded it and put it up on the podcast. So simply what you're going to find this week is us having a conversation about worship. How do we worship? Why do we worship? What does it look like in our daily lives? And uh, much more. So I hope that you enjoy this. I hope that it is a benefit to your week and to your walk with Jesus. And uh, I hope that you find a ton of fruit as you sit down and listen in on this conversation. So here is Jake Goldberg and I talking about worship. Well, hey guys, uh, hope that you're doing well. We are sitting in my office, Jake and I, and uh, this is a conversation that we've had probably several times over a fire pit at a house, but we've mm-hmm. never recorded it and uh, put it online. And so one of the things that we wanted to do is talk about worship. So Jake, I, I want to start with this. Could you give us just like a little bit of background? Everybody knows that you're a worship leader, but like why? Why yeah. are you a worship leader? That, thanks for having me. Uh, yeah, so I grew up here at uh, Faith Chapel. Grew up my entire life coming here. Always was had a connection with music and played piano and instruments growing up at a young age. And uh, yeah, so as soon as I got into you know junior high, high school, it was like, mm-hmm. yeah, I want to jump in the ropes and get plugged in. Mm-hmm. And so started playing bass and just slowly started progressing and growing my talents and um, man, just got on fire for the Lord and got on fire for worship. And so mm-hmm. that, man, just slowly and surely, like the Lord just opening doors and pushed me into new areas and new areas of leadership. And so it's been like a long progression of like looking back and seeing where, yeah, step mm-hmm. by step God has taken me. And now I'm at a place where I am today. And so interned out of high school and then I got a, a job here leading worship for uh, youth and then, yeah, stepping into more adult ministry and young, young adult ministry. And so, uh, yeah, it's been an awesome time. I yeah. love what I get to do. Yeah, it's cool. Me and Jake actually interned together. I'm significantly <laughs> older than him. Um, but when we stepped in and took over college age, um, it was fun. We met under the stairs in the atrium lobby, and there were like eight of us. <laughs> yeah. And it wor- Jake took the lead on worship, and it's always fun to worship with, you know, seven or eight people. Um but it's cool. I think that worship has been a pillar mm-hmm. of the, this ministry for a really long time. And like, I think that we're a little bit biased to this and you're obviously heavily involved on the weekends too. So like it's, it is what it is. But I think that Tuesday nights is one of the best worship cultures yep. in our church. Um, and we've, we've taken some intentionality with it and you've taken a ton mm-hmm. of intentionality with it. Um, but I want to ask the question, like Why? Why Why do we worship? Why is it something that we find to be so important to not just our weekly gatherings, but just mm-hmm. our lives in general? Yeah. Um, I mean, the stereotypical answer, like Christian answer would be like the Bible says it like all over scripture, like specifically to sing and to worship, praise mm-hmm. God. 
And so first off scripture, um, and I think like we see in every society any any culture, like music is something so special for, sure, for yeah. humans, like yeah. just on a general level. Yeah. They're doing Spotify raps, right? Yeah, now. Like, exactly. like everybody's posting like thousands and thousands of minutes. Yeah. Yeah. There's something like special about music. And so, um, man, worship doesn't have to just be singing and whatnot, but it's something special when we can take this gift that God has given us of, of just music mm-hmm. and use that to um, connect with him really. Mm-hmm. And so I think it's always comes to a place of, man, meeting with the Lord, it comes to a place of how can I use this tool, like I was saying, of of music, mm-hmm. of my guitar, of piano, right. um, in order to get us to a place of worship. Mm-hmm. Like just singing a song right. doesn't always is isn't always worship, but right. like connecting with man the Lord in that that's right. something special. And so yeah, we were talking like yeah, it can be on a on a um general uh collective yeah. um times of worship that we see on Tuesday nights or in our weekend gatherings or it's just those special moments that are yeah just you and the Lord like mm-hmm. in your car blasting right. some music or you and the Lord out in the woods just man spending time with him so mm-hmm. yeah does that make sense yeah, yeah absolutely yeah I think what's crazy about music in general and like and that's what most of us would associate worship with when we hear the word worship like we're going to worship together you mm-hmm. we're worshiping we're going to like listen to music we're going to look at a screen with lyrics on it or or those of us who listen to worship on a regular basis not just at a church service like we know songs but music in general is like it attaches us to a time and a place yeah so often like for sure i don't know how many times like i've listened to a song worship or not but you're like man i remember where i was mm-hmm. at when that that song initially like spoke to my spirit yeah and like some of us are like, you hear a song from like when you were 13 and you're like, duh, I liked that girl at that time. <laughs> exactly. Right. And you're like, man, that's crazy that like, I remember that, but worship kind of takes it like completely different Avenue. Mm-hmm. And you're just like, man, the Lord spoke to me significantly through this music. Yep. And I just, I like, will never stop thinking about, um, one, a song that we still sing is reckless love. And we sang yeah. it this, this week at college <laughs> age. And, um, we were at a conference and, and I heard that song and the guy stood in front of an entire crowd and said, Hey, like I never wanted to sing the song cause I do not believe that Jesus's love is reckless. And he's like, but then I got like completely challenged because I thought about my son on the other end of a battlefield and what I would do to get to him. And he's like, every time I sing this song. And so now every time I hear reckless love, I think of Maddox on the other side of a battlefield sure. and like what I would do to get to my son, it mm-hmm. would be reckless. Like heads would be rolling. And I'm just like, man, that's incredible that worship does that. Yep. It's just, it's wild. Yep. That's something so sweet. And I think uh, kind of the idea I've been like wrestling with, I feel like the past like season, like the bigger church have, has been pressing like that we just need to get emotions out of worship. And I think like to a point that sure, yeah. this is like a big battle. Like, yeah, yeah I don't want to be chasing emotions. I don't want to be just like trying to find like chase that mountaintop high. But I think there's something sweet when we can get our hearts like breaking in that moment where like yeah our emotions are running high but we're pairing that with like the holy spirit right. like those moments that man like yeah i think there's something powerful yeah when it comes to that so, so good i mm-hmm. that is it's really interesting i was just reading a blog that was talking about like some some people would in, like include elevation or hillsong or whatever into like jesus is my boyfriend worship yeah <laughs> like and say that and like we even just did trivia and we said like is this a worship lyric or is this like a love song oh, yeah. like 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 100 <laughs> there is that 
but I also think like worship is a part of our relationship mm-hmm. with Jesus and relationships involve emotion yep. and relationship void of emotion is like, what kind of relationship is that? Like, I don't oh, yeah. really, not one that any of us really want to be in. Mm-hmm. And so like, I think there is that tangible difference that we have to find in that line we have to walk. Mm-hmm. But I'd love that, that like emotion is a big part of it. And like, I, I kind of want to be crying. Yeah. <laughs> like, like there's just a part of that. Or like, mm-hmm. I want to be like fired up and angry mm-hmm. and like, I'm ready to go for Jesus. Or I want to be like, man, I am, I am broken by the grace that Jesus is showing me and the lyrics of this song and whatever is, is bringing me to a point of just like brokenness. <laughs> for sure. For sure. Yep. Yep. Yeah. I think that's, yeah, very wise. And I think, I think also like it's always, I think we can have a bad habit of like, Man, I remember that one time at camp, like, right? Yeah, like let's hold on to that, yeah. but then like let's let's find something new, like let's experience God in a mm-hmm. fresh new way. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I think that's something something sweet. Yeah. yeah, I love it. Um, as we think about worship, like we've said a couple times already, we think about like church services. Mm-hmm. But I'd love for you to like maybe dive in and tease out the idea of like individual worship. Like, what is what does that mean? Like, does it have to be music? Does it have to be song? Does it have to be in a specific place at a specific time? Or like, how do you view worship? And maybe even like, even as a worship leader, I'd be interested in like, obviously music is a way that you connect with God, but is there other, are there other moments of your life where you're like, this is a worshipful experience for me? Oh yeah. Um, man, I, I would say like your lifestyle, how you carry yourself, um, that is your biggest like act of worship first and foremost. So mm-hmm. like literally anything, in my mind, anything that you do is worship. Yeah. Or it's good. not yeah. worship. Yeah. Like, and so, yeah, there's there's countless, countless opportunities to worship. And again, specifically for music and, and singing, um, man, I, of course, I, I'm going to say, like, I love music. That's how I, like, the main way that I connect mm-hmm. with the Lord. And so I find myself, like, connecting with the Lord in secular bands sometimes. Yeah, sure. Um, I know some concerts that I've been to where and it comes back to that feeling where I have this emotion just sweep over me. But then I pair that with like praying in this moment, like yeah. encountering Jesus in a place that you wouldn't expect. Right, right. Yeah. And so I think that there's man throughout even just our, our every day, like mm-hmm. there's so many opportunities to worship God, mm-hmm. whether it's man easy as just turning on the radio and singing along or it's those quiet moments, drinking a coffee and just, yeah, yeah like thanking the Lord yeah. for that. And so I remember specifically, I went to this uh, local band, uh, sorry, a local venue here in town. And like my favorite high school band showed up and played a show. <laughs> and there was like 50 people. Mm. Uh, he had like a string section and everything. And he's not singing about God, but like in that moment, I was like singing about God. Right. like. And so, uh, yeah, just getting to experience the Lord in, yeah, kind of unique ways is yeah, pretty sweet. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, I think, like, what you said, like, everything that you do, like, the script, I mean, it's biblical, like, do it mm-hmm. under the Lord. And so, like, the way that you speak to people, the way that you yep. carry yourself, the way, like, what you're, what, like, the classic thing that our, all of our parents, like, what goes in, what goes out, like, is affects what comes out. Like, all of those things, it's true. Yep. Yeah. and we do like we, you and I both get the pleasure of being husbands and like to, to women that yeah, we love, not to each other, <laughs> not to each other. <laughs> but yes, we both get to be husbands and the way that we serve our, serve our wives is an act of oh, yeah. worship. 
Yep. Right. Like that's, that's one of the things that I think I've been really, really wrestling with is man. Sometimes like I love like some of the most worshipful experiences in my life are just when I get to be still in the presence of Mm -hmm. Jesus, but I'm a husband and a dad. I don't get a lot of still moments. Like there's just like usually the, the still moments that I get are sleep. Um, but man, like my, my fatherhood and my, my husband ship, is that a word? Husband? Sure. Um, the way that I get to do those things are acts of worship Mm -hmm. and man, just being thankful that I have a little bit more patience than I did the morning before is a worshipful experience. And just like seeing how God is like, working in my, in me and, and spiritual formation that's happening in my life. And, yep. and then on the other end being like, man, when can I find still small moments? And I, th- I think that there's this misconception that you encounter God inside of a building. Mm-hmm. And I get that. Like there are, like, I love worship. Like I like corporate worship. I love it. And I yep. think that there's a ton to it. And we'll, we'll get to that, like the benefit of corporate worship, but like, I also think on an individual level, like moments in my car have been unbelievable Yeah, and like prayer and worship. And like, sometimes it's yelling at God. Sometimes it's straight praising God mm-hmm. sometimes, but it's like, man, this is, I get 15 minutes on my commute to work. I'm going to use For this sure. to worship. And I think that that's massive. So what do you do? I, so I'll, I'll, I'll preface this a little bit. I think as people who are in ministry, sometimes it's the hardest part of being in ministry is that sometimes you... For me, I like I read my Bible to prepare a message. Yeah. Sometimes I'm sure it can be a stretch for you to not just listen to worship music, to think about worship music, about oh, yeah. what you're going to play. So like, how do you, in your personal life, find moments to just worship? To not, not with an ulterior motive of like writing a new song yeah. or, or putting together a good set list, but just like being like, no, Lord, this is just like me and you. Yeah. Um so a normal weekend, we have uh, three services. We have rehearsal before that. And so we probably play the songs like 20 times by yeah. the end of the weekend. And so it's it's honestly like every time I step on stage, like I have to like consciously be like making a choice to worship. Like yeah. it, it can be easy for me to just play the songs because right. I've played them a thousand times. Yeah. But yeah, it's those moments like I need to yeah still my head, still my heart and like actually mean what I'm singing. Mm-hmm. And, um, sometimes that's easier, like, and sometimes it's harder. And, um, I think it's something special actually in the hard times when like, sometimes we don't even know if we believe what we're singing Yeah. to be like, all right, Lord, I'm going to make this choice to believe you. Even when I, it's hard to see, even though it's hard to like tell that you're moving, like Mm. I'm going to trust that and I'm going to man put my faith in you again. And so, um, that's my like job wise. And I think like finding those moments through the week, like you're saying, I was just really resonating with that. Like being a husband, being a friend to people, like mm-hmm. when, when times get tough, especially, I think that's when, man, am I going to worship God through this like tough, crappy right. situation? Am I going to like keep my int- integrity intact mm. and like treat people the way Jesus would? Or am I going to man do my own thing? Mm-hmm. And, uh, position that is not worshipful yeah and so i know that's broad but it's yeah. like yeah that's yeah. both sides of the spectrum like yeah. big picture stuff so yeah. awesome fantastic all right so the question of corporate worship i think that we live i think it's really interesting we live in a day and age and like i want to say that like, we're going to be biased we're, we're on staff at a church and so we believe in like 
public gatherings and we like the the validity and importance of being with one another um and corporate worship is something that i think culturally like a lot of people even like people who consider themselves followers of jesus are kind of like pushing against mm-hmm. a little bit they're like man like it's not they, they would say like church is not a building it's a people which is 100 percent true but i think that there's something lost i think through covid we kind of felt that like the one like i can i can listen to a podcast or i can listen to a message um as a speaking pastor i'm even saying this like you can listen to it and get almost the same thing out of mm-hmm. like not being in the room but worship man there's something like about being in the same room with people oh yeah and worshiping so like what would you see as like a primary benefit or a couple benefits whatever of being in corporate worship mm-hmm. as a community of believers yeah um a big thing I see in scripture is that like, yeah, the Lord like cares about us as individuals. Like he, yeah, he has a perfect plan and knit us together in our mother's womb, mm-hmm. but there's something special about like the big C church, like yeah. collectively mm-hmm. just all over scripture time and time again, like God is yeah, calling out one person to call back the nation of Israel. Or yeah. He's doing one thing through Jesus to save all of humankind. Mm-hmm. Like, mm. and so I think that in our like small C church, so our, public gatherings like god wants to do something collectively as a church family like and i think that's biblical so number one like god wants to move in us as a collective Mm -hmm. um and i think a big thing for me is like the encouragement that comes from uh worshiping together yeah yeah um man you can look to your left and right you can hear people singing behind you it's like okay i'm i'm not doing this by myself like we're on mission together. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what we've missed during the lockdown, during um, COVID times. Um, and then another thing I, d- I see, uh, I keep coming back to the, sc- the story of Paul and Silas when they were singing in prison. Mm-hmm. They were falsely, whatever, imprisoned. They started singing hymns yeah. to God. And then uh, all of the prison doors flew open yeah. and everybody was set free. Yeah. And so I think there's something like, supernatural that comes from that too like god wants to open doors in our life in the people's lives around us the collective uh he wants to man set captives free Mm. break chains and so um i think that comes in times of worship together so oh i love that i love that i I, when you said look to your left and right i just thought about a, a service that i was in and um we were singing a song that's like, if we're being honest, like we all have our preferences. Like there's songs that we're like, mm-hmm. we love this song and there's songs you're like, oh, I'm so sick of this song or like this one has never really resonated. And it was one of those moments where I was like not resonating with the song yeah. at all. And I was just like, man, I'm so tired of this. And I remember looking to my left and this woman is weeping, yeah, like weeping and just eyes, eyes just staring at the ceiling, tears running down her cheeks, hands open. And I was just like, Oh my God. And like now that mm. song, all of a sudden I'm like, it's kind of resonating with yeah. me because what it's doing and moving through a woman who I don't even know now has encouraged me. So mm-hmm. when you said that, like being encouraged. So I think like corporate worship, there's something incredible about, about seeing that and like understanding that whether you have five people or 5,000 people in a room, we're all in a different place. For sure. And we all resonate with different things and yet it's still worshipful. Mm-hmm. And so I think that that's a really incredible thing that, that we get the opportunity to do that and that's what community is all about yep. it's like kind of like filling the gaps for each other and exactly and stepping in even when we're not in a space where we're like in a worshipful 
with somebody else is and then all of a sudden you're like okay, like <laughs> yep i better get it together oh yeah dude even even last night like i was kind of just like <laughs> yeah chomping through a song and i open my eyes look out and man just seeing people like yeah just going all out that is such like an encouragement for my heart yeah. like man it reminds me of like why i do what i do is, right yeah yeah and like that's what we're supposed to be for each other like like where we believe I don't know what word I'm trying to use. We buoy each other. Like we like yeah. lift each other up and like help each other float along a little bit. Like there's going to be moments where we just need somebody else to mm-hmm. be our life preserver. And oh, like, yeah. they're going to set an example. And that's why like, even as we're like the posture of worship and that, that can happen in corporate worship, but that can also happen. Like we talked about, like in our regular lives yep. is like, man, like I'm not in a spot where I want to have patience with somebody. And I, I like, I kind of want to be an a-hole to this, this person. Oh, yeah. But then like, Oh, but Jake's next to me and he's treating this person <laughs> like Jesus would treat them. I'm like, man, that is conviction and also encouragement for yeah. me to be a little bit more like Jesus. And like, yep. it's a worshipful experience. For sure. Yeah, I I love that. Yep. I love it. All right, I wanna I wanna wrap up with this. Um we are transitioning soon. This this podcast will be posted before we transition to young adults, but it's still the same ministry, same family, same community, and and I, I wanna talk about just like the vision um of worship just like moving forward and it's not like a step by like what are like the three step mm-hmm. plan for for worship but like what would you hope to see in just like the young adults of Billings i i think that that's something that we've had the privilege of doing is as we started in vocational full-time ministry in this yeah. ministry together and we get to continue to do that and moving forward i just what i see is incredible potential in young adults mm-hmm. and the and kind of the culture of worship in 20 somethings. I like Billings is, is very, if you're listening to this and non Billings and you probably would have discerned this, but Billings is very white and (laughs) very, um, it's, it's not like expressive worship. Like our weekend services are not what some of us younger people would be like, yeah, like we freaking love (laughs) this, like tons of hands raised and people just like on their knees and stuff. Like it's not what we see in our public gatherings very often but we kind of see that on Tuesday nights yeah. a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I, th- I just think, especially like at retreats and stuff, we mm-hmm. just see a culture of worship. And so like, what would your hope be? Like what, what would your encouragement be for young adults listening in and say like, Hey, like this is, this is what we'd love to see. Yeah. Um, I think number one, like I would, I want people to be passionate for Jesus over than over maybe the action of worship. Mm-hmm. I think, man, coming back to just a heart for like, man, I'm passionate and I love Jesus so much. So now I'm going to worship. Like it's just a, it's just a response. And so I think growing people's just, I fire for the Lord, like growing people's understanding of, of how much he cares, how much he loves. And then providing like this element of singing and worship, um, as just a great response. And so, yeah, like you're saying, like, it's kind of a unique ministry as in just like, um, man, people are singing very loud, yeah, yeah. <laughs> raising their hands, very expressive. Like, yeah. and so I think more of that, like, I love that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think if people, more and more people are engaged and pressing in, like that just opens the gate for like others, like we were saying, encouraging yeah. others to man, dive in, to go deeper, like mm-hmm. worshiping with uh, passion together. So yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, agreed. In full. Love it. Well, thanks so much, man, for taking the time today. Uh, We are not professional podcasters (laughs) by any stretch of the imagination, but it's sure fun to have a conversation with you about this that is now recorded, and and I'm sure we're going to have plenty more moving forward. So I love you, brother. Thank you so much. Thanks a lot. Thank you for listening to the College Age Movement Podcast. College Age Movement's in-person gatherings meet Tuesday nights at 7, and we would love to have you there. If you are unable to join us in person, you can engage online at faithchapel.cc or follow us on our socials at collegeagemvmt.